two mummies in this economy? Did you like that one? That was okay. Here's another one I thought about. Two mummies, one decom. See, that's a... Two dads, one decom. Wow! Gay dads! (laughs) Gay fathers. Gay papas. Well, hello, dear listener. I am one One of your papas. I'm the other papa. Lucas Melby. Jacob Telejohn. For a whole new papa. The podcast all about... Papas, Disney papas. I I like it when you call me papa. (sighs) I think it's maybe coming through (laughs) in... A lot of different aspects of the shows uh, this year has trudged on, but I'm hanging in there, folks. <laughs> it's a dark time. It's You're, a dark time. Are you just talking about the year in general? No, I'm mostly talking about having to keep watching Disney Channel. The, the rough movie. ones we've been through. We've had a couple of goodies we've liked. I know, but this one was a little. This one was better than the first one. I'm losing the second one. I'm losing my luster for the decom. I'm doing it out of obligation. You're ready for Good Burger. Disney Channel obligatory movie. Uh, Yeah. We're on the other side of Halloween. It uh, was a cold one. doing Halloween. It was a cold one here in Minnesota. We had actual snow. On the ground. Yeah. And today it's warm. Warmer. Yeah. No, we're fine now. But are we? It's (laughs) fine. Are we? It doesn't sound like you are. You're struggling. Lucas is, is is in a rut. I just, you know. Seasonal depression? No. Disney depression? <laughs> yeah. Bob Iger depression? If, D- if DCOMs had seasons, maybe. It's just, you know, hopefully you're still enjoying the show. We're putting out a okay product. We have fun here. I know the episodes have been shorter, but. Are you having fun, listeners? Uh, don't answer Because <laughs> there are none of you. What? Oh. All right. We'll get into it. As Jacob said, we're still in Halloween mode here at Disney. I wasn't said we're all here at Disney Channel. <laughs> here at Disney I'm, Channel. I'm a programmer for Disney Channel. Can you imagine if they picked us up? Uh, you know what? I actually don't want to be part of the Disney <laughs> the Disney Enterprise right now. Seems like tough time. Bit of a sinking ship currently, especially for streaming. But we had Under Wraps one, the remake from 2021. Then Zombies three, kind of a, a Halloween or just a a supernatural theme movie, but then we're right back into it. 2022 with Under Wraps 2. Yeah. Uh, came out, I think this movie actually came out in September. This movie, we said the first movie shouldn't exist, the remake that is. This Correct. movie almost doesn't exist. This movie has almost no online footprint. It has got like 100,000 watches, you know, on Disney Channel. This movie on Letterboxd has less than a 1,000 ratings, I believe, which is like uh, ready-to-run tier. That, like, that still seems kind of high. No, not compared to a lot no. of these movies. Okay, okay. This movie doesn't have its own Wikipedia article. It has its own IMDb page, but all of the IMDb trivia, and that's it. There's no goof section. Yeah. There's nothing. It's all about when this movie was released. So they're like, this movie was released in September. And the last movie that was released in September was Camp Rock. It was all this like most boring possible stuff. That's all that anybody cared about this movie. There was one fun fact that you must have read somewhere going. No, I don't. I don't think it was listed in the trivia. How'd you find that? How'd you know? Oh, you just seen him in the cast? Yeah, I've recognized. We'll get to. Okay. I'll talk about obliquely here, but I recognize that kid. When he was in an episode of Seinfeld, which would have oh. been before even the first Thunder Wraps. Yeah, I, I, when Lucas said, do you know who that is? I was like, oh, yeah, that's Gilbert. 
he's not a big part of this movie, but we'll we'll talk about him when he comes up. He's, he's in two scenes. But hey, we're talking about the first remake or the Under Wraps remake. Well, guess what? This movie is even almost not even a movie because it starts off with a recap that Disney Plus pops up an option to skip the recap. Yeah, <laughs> it's I like mean, a TV show. It's not like yes. like in these sequel movies we all the time have characters given narration yes. recounting what happened in the first movie, but usually in like a, a more in-universe way. Maybe looking yeah. through a picture book or a photo album or some shit. This is this literally is just, just clips. Previously on Under Wraps, <laughs> the cinematic universe. Yeah. And then we could have skipped it or not, but me and Jacob, we have the brains of goldfish right now. So <laughs> we're like, hey, keep us up to speed. And then what was the first thing we thought? We're like, where's Kubat? Well, I thought that, but you <laughs> said, oh, Gilbert's voice. No, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, yeah, I forgot that Gilbert sounded like that in these movies. And I, I don't know if we... I was worried that we dwelled on that maybe too much in the first one. Um, definitely when we watched it, I was kind of like, oh, this it is was, really bad. I mean, the, the remake really episode was a quick episode, so I don't think we dwelled on anything no. too but, much. But Gilbert, we didn't mind as much in this one. He still got a little bit no, uh, it seemed, annoying twang. I, my guess no. is there's a combination of he maybe hit puberty within the year between the movies. Or maybe he just got feedback. And like, they got yeah. probably feedback that Gilbert was uber annoying. Yeah. So he's dialed back a bit. He's better. And we're immediately catching up with our trio in a very interesting circumstance where Jacob, his dream sequence oh. uh, thing was going off. He was wrong, though. No. So the way the way the movie opens up for them is they're running through like a corn maze. We don't know it's a maze at this point, but they're just running through like corn, corn stalks, yeah, a spooky corn field. They're being ch- I mean, it's it's pretty good cinematically. You know, there's like there's like fog on the ground. The camera quality is pretty good. But they're getting chased by like a wow. Well, wolf we don't man? know what no. at first, and then we see that it's a wolf man, and, and then we see a scarecrow that's on like you know and scarecrow zombies down, and there's like yeah, a whole bunch of people, and it's like what's happening? Is this in their dreams? And and the whole time Gilbert is recording all this. Mm. I wonder why. And, and then, then the, oh, go ahead. The the lights turn on. It's like it's closing time for the spooky maze, and then all the. The scary people who are chasing them take their masks off. I'm going to go work at the Burger Shack now. All, all that is basically like actually in the movie. I think the maze is maybe called the Haunted Corn Maze or something. <laughs> but Burger Shack is literally where this guy is going to work. And, and the another worker's like, well, I'm going to come and visit you. All right, Jacob, that's enough. <laughs> and it's maybe kind of not clear who the people we're following around at first are, but we're hearing their voices. And yeah. that's why we're like, oh, no, it's Gilbert. But he doesn't yes. sound that annoying. No. But Gilbert seems to have become... A content creator of sorts for uh, the Gutsy Gilbert Gutsy page. Gutsy Gilbert, which is for their newspaper. Housed within their school paper, but seems to just be... Digital Jacob, content. Jacob man. suggested it. Maybe it's just a digital paper. Digital paper. And that made me feel very sad. <laughs> uh, as So sad. we ended off the first movie with Gilbert overcoming his fear. So now he seems to not be afraid of anything. He's gone bungee jumping. He watched a scary movie marathon. Yeah. And now and he's in this corner. They're all maze. like really weird. Like the bungee jumping one was like a really weird kind of angle. Well, like all of like them are like, how did he get all these? I mean, yeah. it's that uh, they used CG and effects. They, they weren't actually filmed. By but people. yeah, so Gilbert has grown a, a pair. He is uh, no longer scared. And that means Amy is his BFF because they're both on the paper and they're both the cool kids. So, and I, Leaving I our guy from the first movie, Marshall, Marshall, kind of on the outs. So, yeah, I mean, he, he was he was supposed to be the main character in the first movie, but I never really felt like it. Same with this one. Like, I don't know. Like He definitely was the main character in the first movie. This one, 
doesn't really feel like it no. has a main character, but reading the Disney Plus description, the because there's a couple of versions where there'll be ones where there's like a full paragraph, and that's probably what we talked about last time where we were like, gay dads? Which we'll get to in a second. But this the one sentence version is just like Amy and friends help Harold and Rose with mummy stuff. And I'm like, wait, Amy's the main character of this now? They and base it off of how many dads you have, and <laughs> that's how they decide the main character. And and Rose is the female mummy. Yeah, with they maybe name drop in the first movie. No, they didn't. No. They but. named it in the second one because yeah. it was named over somebody's aunt or something. I like how you said they named it in the second one, which is the movie we're talking about <laughs> right now. They they name dropped it in this movie. I think it was Gilbert's yes. aunt. So I, I meant to bring up of like the fact that we had an underwrapped sequel. What was there to really left to address? And for me and Jacob, it definitely was what's going on with all of Amy's dads. So yeah, she's got like four. So the premise seemed to be the premise. Her her familial situation essentially seemed to be that she had two dads who yes. were married yes. and then divorced. One of those dads married a step Dave, who we got name dropped in the first movie. Yes. The other dad, we didn't hear anything about. That is the dad that's getting married in this. Dad Mike is getting or Pops Pop. getting married to Carl. Okay. And they're having a Halloween. Yes. I could Spooky. Have, I could have enunciated that better. I, I, I got what you were throwing down. So this movie is like 86 minutes long. So it's very quick. So they're just already throwing out like, we're going to go to this wedding. And uh, we're going to meet up with Harold and Rose at the museum. That happens to be where we're going. Rose. Very convenient. We named her after Gilbert's aunt. And Marshall's like, well, you didn't ask me. Mm, I'm sad now. Even though I named the mummy after my grandpa, who True, is maybe Harold. dead or alive. I don't know. And Buzzy. Remember Buzzy? She's driving them there. And that's that's it. There's no other parents involved. There's no Ted, who is Marshall's probably soon to be stepfather. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's get to the gay dad. <laughs> gay dad, the ho- the hollow wedding. But before that, we cut to a different museum. I was kind of confused for a second, but this is the Balderstone, I think, museum in the city of Balderstone. Right. Yeah. Where we see a man who we learn, maybe not until the end of the movie, is named Larry. Who we is he a security guard maybe no i would guess he's whatever curator a curator or historian somebody who works at the museum who is getting down with a meatball sub yeah meatball marinara from subway hook us up subway with that sponsorship which i can tell you a little uh story a quick aside about meatball subs i've only had one once from subway which is maybe not the most representative place to have one but don't say you didn't like them. It wasn't good. Oh, the part of it that I enjoyed the most is that I was finishing with, it. I was Being with done. friend of the pod and long ago guest Sam, and we were eating it in his room, and I lost one of my meatballs on his nice white carpet oh. and it left a stain. And that was my that was the biggest enjoyment I had because also Sam being a nasty boy. Uh, like never really cleaned his carpet, so that stain uh, was just like there forever uh, <laughs> afterwards. And this is when he this is when we were still in probably high school, maybe middle school even. So it should have been clean. Icky. But this guy, Larry, he loses a meatball. And he as chases well. it underneath the a, a new mummy. An open sarcophagus. And, but an open sarcophagus, open. which seems it's, to be it's not apparently just museum best practices is we just leave it, these. Uh, mummified corpses just opened air. Anybody can get to And it's to not them. just the mummies. It's like all the artifacts. There's like really old vases that are just sitting on pedestals that like five-year-old or 10-year-old kids could just knock over or just hit. 
And that, that's bothered me in these movies, you know. So this he's reaching under the sarcophagus to get the meatball, and that causes it to shift into also, apparently, all museums have skylights yeah, like right above he the He pushes this entire mummies. pedestal thing, yeah, underneath the skylight, which shines on the... The moon. Oh, the, the, the moon shines on the pendant. Yeah, and this is Sobek, who maybe thing. was name-dropped in the first movie. I'm not sure. I don't He so. is bad, though. He's, he's bad. I know boy. you maybe think that all mummies are good, but this movie's lied to you. Most mummies are actually bad. He's a bad boy. And he grabs Larry by the wrist, and he's got some special bracelet that uses magic, and then he's mind-controlling Larry. Essentially, we learn through Larry interpreting what he's saying that Sobek was who rose the girl mummy from the end of Under Wraps 1, was supposed to marry, but Harold was his advisor, and she fell in love with him, and there's a whole love triangle thing going on. So he wants yes. to find Rose, kill Harold, and my question was like, hey, what's this whole moonlight magic situation? Is that going to be a thing where cuz there will soon the, the be getting clock. We'll soon be getting Rose and Harold waking up and I was like, wait, yes. this was like a whole dramatic. This was the whole first movie and they're just like, "Ah, eh, no, we got it under control. We'll get it back in 3 days." But they yeah, they they, they bring it up eventually and they they set the the, the ticking clock. They don't got a kubot on them, so No. He's still locked up. I think they say that he's, he's still they, in jail. Yeah. They reference back to Kubot and Mrs. Ravensworth. Though. Ooh, the octopus octop eating lady. Yeah. Fortunately for them, though, Amy apparently has like an RSS feed or something that's just for mummy news. So that she sees there's something for, for this for, mummy. Yeah, Egyptian antiquities like, oh, this this thing got stolen. And they're like, well, why are we worried about that? We have better. We have the wedding to worry about. Well, we should always care because we have two friends that are ancient Egyptian antiquities. True. And that means they have to make sure they go and check in on them because yeah. they're worried that they might get stolen. <laughs> so now they have to get um, what's her name involved here? Yeah, Buzzy. Yeah. Buzzy was always going to be involved because they're best friends with Buzzy and no other parents can exist in this movie. The That's cast true. list for this on Letterboxd is very short and a few of the names don't even have characters associated with who they are. Three kids, Buzzy, two gay dads. Three mummies mm -hmm. and a curator. Somewhere in their discussion, and of you, Amy, you even said the curator guy's not even listed in the cast. I, I did figure out that his name was Larry. Oh. I just was like, wait, is this the same guy? Larry. Uh, somewhere, I think maybe in. Oh, yeah. On the road trip there, Amy's continuing to do research and she's like, it says that Harold was Sobek's best friend. Yes, they were best friends, but also, also read the hieroglyphics here. It says that. Harold still miss, was Mr. Steelio Girl. Oh, well, they 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 had perfect translation of these hieroglyphics. <laughs> so yeah, this this yeah. hieroglyphic here means BFF. <laughs> this one over here says Mr. Steelio Girl. <laughs> so they get to rock and, and, port, and, and, and then the 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 um the, the bad mummy would spend uh, ten thousand lifetimes chasing after Harold and getting his revenge. How's that worked out for you so far, Sobek? He's 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 been asleep. He had to wait for a meatball sub. Yeah. So they get to Rockport, which I first thought was called Rockford, like the Rockford Files, oh. which is a reference that I don't even really fully understand. But this is the hometown of Amy and also happens to just be where Harold and Rose are located as mummies now. Also, it is just Halloween town. It actually is 
arguably, in my opinion, more Halloween centric than Halloween Town itself in the first Halloween Town. Fair enough. You know, Halloween Town had its giant pumpkin in the middle of town. And, and that was it. That was about <laughs> it. But all the all the townspeople look so fun. Look well, good. did they have jugglers though? No, but they had ghosts that would sweat. And they had yeah. vampire uh Yeah. You're you're referencing the like three minute section of the movie that, that I'm fun. like, this is actually good. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is lame. That's all I want you to remember. Uh, so this is where enter into the equation pop pop, which yeah. is what Amy calls her dad and Carl. But I was like, she would said pop Carl, pop, but it kind of just sounded like she said pop Carl. I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's because we had heard that step Dave. So I wasn't sure if this was some twist on that, uh, but they're gay. Don't know if we've made this clear. They're gay. They're gay dads. dads. They're gay and they're dads. staying at some kind of Halloween themed bread and Bed and bread. breakfast. Bread and breakfast. Ba 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 ba. Ghost. And they just go on and on about how cool this hotel is, even though it looks like kind of spooky oriented. It's got like iPad room service things. And it's got toilets that have Bluetooth. Bluetooth. That's cool. Like, this is weird. Okay. It's pretty cool. So Amy feels like somebody else should maybe be involved but that would mean paying another actor so she's also in charge of planning like their whole wedding and organizing it so they have to go to a local jewelry shop to pick up rings from gilbert, gilbert from gilbert. the original under wraps and can of worms it is i think his name is adam wiley and Jacob's like, he looks so old i'm like jacob that's just because he's always looked the same <laughs> and he actually is old how old is he I uh, like 40. Jacob, I mean, you got to remember how old we are. If we're saying 40 year olds are really old, then like, ugh, that's 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 making me feel a little uncomfortable. He's 39. So oh, my God. He, <laughs> so he does look older than he, he actually does look, is. He looks pretty old. But he was kind of he looked old even in the original. Well, maybe not under wraps, but definitely in can of worms. Looks like an old man. Old. Well, he's got a receding hairline, you know. Does that mean Dustin looks really old? Dustin doesn't look old. This no, he's just, old. but he don't got a lot of hair. <laughs> I miss this kid. Yeah. He kind of, I was like, wait, was he the troll kid in Halloween Town? But no, oh he wasn't. Uh, Jacob's just showing me pictures of young Adam Wiley, <laughs> who I recognized when I was watching all of Seinfeld through that. I think he was in maybe the episode that they get stuck in a, like a parking ramp where they can't find their car. I can't remember the title of that episode. Anyways, under wraps too. We get him. It's a fun little callback. At one yeah, point, no, I was I, like, "Wait, I, he's I, seen real cool. mummies before," but I'm like, "No, he has different a, different universe." Lucas, sorry. He gives them the rings, which are in a nice little uh, coffin because it's all spooky themed. Because the hol- the wedding, well, I think I already said it's happening in Halloween, and, and of there's two gay dads. <laughs> <laughs> there's two gay dads. The spookiest element of this movie. <laughs> So then it's happening on Halloween, and of course it's Halloween themed. He's also apparently expert in all jewelry because they show him like red the picture of Sobek's jade. amulet. And he's like, oh, that's Jasper. Or, that means yeah, red Jasper. blah, blah, blah. And I don't really remember what he said. I was too uh, in, in awe of Gilbert being in this movie. That, that was, was something that was I cool. had spoiled for me. That was fun. I guess maybe it was on IMDb trivia. I don't know. Then they headed into the museum, which all museums have the laxest security in these movies. Yeah, um, she, oh, this is the second, no, this is the first time they're going there. I mean, they break in the same way both times. So, Buzzy, Buzzy, mm-hmm. um, she, like, convinces the security guard that she has some kind of, I don't know, 
She just has the a delivery. big uh, push cart. The, like the, the laundry you, cart. Yeah, that you put a bunch of laundry and she's like, these are, hey, so you hear these uh, textiles for the Rome exhibit? Forget about it. <laughs> I'm carting here. She like name drops. Two gay dads. <laughs> <laughs> Two gay dads coming through the security yard. It's like, all right, I'm waving you. Let, let him in. But she, she she name drops, I guess, the guy's boss. Like she knows the name of the boss. She's like, I specifically talked to so-and-so. I know. think it's maybe a situation where, yeah, maybe she's looked up the head curator. Or maybe, maybe, the, maybe she wants the to work The security here. guard maybe doesn't even know. Like True, fair. You know. So she sneaks in and she has the, the other... The three kids in like in the cart, so they they get to there. They see Harold and them. They wake him up. They have some fun little mirror thing where they yeah. There's some very like Legend of Zelda reflecting moonbeams. They use because they're not close enough mirrors. to the skylight. So they use three or four mirrors to project the light onto Harold's amulet thing first, and then to Rose's. They wake up. They do some you know they're stretching because they've been asleep for like a year. Um, they kiss you know do whatever, and then. Harold's moaning and groaning. So then the security guard knows something's going on. So then he has to check it out. Okay, Jake. It's antics, Lucas. It's they antics. leave. There's a chasing. Well, you forgot the most shenanigans aspect of it is that they leave behind two mummy dummies. Mummy dummies. Or as fun. they call mummy kins. Mummy kins. But Jacob came up with mummy dummy or dummy mummies. Dummy mummies. Much better. Thank Disney you. Channel. Come on, consultants. Hey, yes. We'll, hey, we'll yes. give you eight gates. <laughs> <laughs> I already oh. pitched that the third uh, Under Wraps movie has to have two gay mummies. In Ooh, it. I like that. Then I said That's gay mummies. That's the queer progression here. Yes. Uh, the queer, queer progression. Oh, come on, Jacob. That was, that's good. Uh, so, yeah, they get out. The, it doesn't matter. We're not We're not doing this. We're not doing There's this. There's a fun this. chase sequence. There is not fun chase. Harold almost lets him smash into a wall. They almost crash into some antiquities. They don't. They escape. They're all there. They got them. Yes. Sobek breaks into a different museum somewhere. Yeah. I just hit the mic. Uh, That's fine. This one has actual security, though, because he gets his magic staff. You like, kill uh, some guy. And do you want to explain the staff joke? Oh, you'll do a better job than me. Well, in my opinion, you didn't it's even not a joke. It. No. So when Larry initially uh, gets possessed by Sobek, he's interpreting some hieroglyphics thing. And he yes. says, oh, you're saying... You already have your servant, servant, and now you need your staff. staff. And then he's like, "Get it?" And they were like, they were looking at a picture of like a staff, an actual you know, like staff. A, 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 and it's like, "Oh, we're supposed to think of the homonym of like staff, you know, like employees." <laughs> Jacob's like, "Get it? <laughs> how I'm are like, kids? There's getting not this? a joke there. Well, how are kids understanding these? These these are the jokes, Lucas. These are <laughs> there, the there, or there. Which one? <laughs> which which is which? Where where?" What are Where? you doing, Disney Channel? We're oh. here with your ear or here as like, I'm here, Jacob. <laughs> Come on house so we can watch Under Wraps too. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, it may be, like it may be pretty too. mad. There was another one. I generally think this movie was better than the remake. Yeah. But now I'm starting to be like, no, fuck this. <laughs> it was good. It was better. It was better. Uh, so, yeah, he's got a staff. The main it's a, it's almost like a, a utility staff or like a like a Swiss Army staff, if you will. It can explode things. It can. Make it's got people, an all-purpose laser. Make people like float. I don't know. It's got a lot of powers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Lightning bolts. The main kid group. They take the mummies back to their hotel, and they're just like, "Hey, you guys, just like order pizza." Uh, they're gonna sleep on the floor, I guess. Oh yeah. During the night, Marshall has a heart-to-heart -heart with Harold, where he's like, 
I feel like Gilbert and Amy are they don't even like listen to me anymore. They're hooking up left behind out. my back. I miss my dead grandpa. He's maybe not dead. I don't know. I want pizza. Harold, no, you can't order like that. Too many. The next day, all the humans, they go off to decorate. And I believe Marshall's like, what about the mummies? Shouldn't we leave somebody here? And they're like, nah, it's fine. So they just order we didn't all... have a whole first movie about these mummies yeah. running away. But so yeah. they ordered a bunch of room service. Harold and I feel Rose. like bunch is a bit of an understatement. <laughs> like 30 pizzas, 10 hot dogs. It's honestly like two bottles of hot sauce malpractice by the hotel to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to treat this as a real charge and just charge 50 pizzas it's a to lot. the room service. So they deliver the food. They're all dressed like spooky bell hops from uh, what did I say? Uh, Tower of Terror. I like that. Um, and the 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 main bell hop guy asked for a tip and mm-hmm. Harold just like crushes his hand and he's like, well, the tips in there anyways. Yep, Jacob, you got the key. You know, kids love gratuity, <laughs> gratuity. and tip jokes. Gratuity so and tip Jacob jokes. made sure to that, you know, just the tip. We so so get they that pick out, there. and of course, this is where Harold shares his love for hot sauce with Rose. They put them on, I don't know what remember what they're eating, hot dogs? I don't know, whatever they're eating, pizza, maybe it's just a pizza. And then they both burp together very loudly. It's very cute. Is that what you would call it? Cute? Loudly? Piggly. You're getting some insight into Jacob. Uh, they also they shared see, a moment together because they're just messing around with like this iPad that for whatever reason connects to the TV to show you like your room service on the TV. But they click on something and it's an ad for the Halloween festival. Yes. So they're like, I would like to go there. Basically, good, good tran- translation. That's I am. So then they run out and the kids don't know that they've left in. But uh, they see the ad and they're like, oh, well, maybe they went to this thing. We had better check this out. Go well, to the best so my next note is lots of mummy shenanigans, but a lot of juggling. I've got somewhere uh, in my notes like we need to talk about juggling because there is so much juggling in this movie. It, it, it's it's called back too. Like, uh, I, they they certainly want you to know that the mummies like juggling. Yeah, we'll get to a part later on where I was really like, really, we're doing juggling right now. But for now, we're doing DDR dancing because oh, yes. the Rose and Harold find some arcade. Well, th- they get their picture drawn. Oh, they, get, they get a character. They get a character together. and a then caricature. They caricature. And then they don't pay for it and they run away to dance. DDR. Mm-hmm. Dance Dance Revolution. And they're Boston. And Boston the, the crowd is losing their minds. They're doing flips and they're doing somersaults and backflips and splits and... So this Shits. is where the kids find them because they Dancing. they see the video in the hotel room. Be like, oh, they're at the festival. And oh, where could they be here? They love dancing. Remember Harold dance in the first movie? So they find them in the, the arcade. But then like immediately afterwards, this whole time, Sobek's trying to find them. And he, he, sees, he sees the caricature. We're, we're skipping some scenes, but they find him at the There's arcade. more juggling uh, and fire juggling this time. <laughs> so then there's a whole like chase where they're running yeah. away from Sobek. And they eventually just get into Buzzy's car, but then Amy drops the rings. Up from the gay dads. The gay dads. They're for the gay dads. (laughs) I don't know if we've been clear enough. There's gay dads in this. Uh, During this process, we see uh, Sobek use his staff, I think, for the first time to blow up a mailbox. Mailbox. He's trying to hit somebody else. That's literally illegal. So the first use of this power seems extremely destructive. Yeah. We'll see later on that it's maybe more controlled. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then the key here is that they uh, drop the, the ring. Rings. Oh, I was so confused. 
with what my my notes said here. So then Sobek and Larry, they find the ring and they trace that back to the jewelry shop. And my notes said they go to Elder Gilbert. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Elder Gilbert. <laughs> Time travel. <laughs> <laughs> So they, we get to see two scenes with Gilbert, and this is where they use the staff to threaten him because he's like, I'm not going to give out my clients. And they just lift him up and like push him against the wall so it doesn't just like, like blow a him. hole in him. And of course, he recognizes the amulet on Sobek, yeah, so that's why so he's, he's like, scared He's like first. Red Jasper or whatever, you know, he says. But he tells them where to find them. So then Amy, meanwhile, has realized that she's lost the rings, but then... They search for them. They're like, ah, shit, we can't find them. Let's go to the party. So they have this pre-wedding party. And this is where we need to talk about the juggling because there's a juggler at this party. And for whatever reason, I guess to hide them in plain sight, maybe or something, they have Harold and Rose, both man popcorn and cotton candy, which which is fun, you know, and all I'm thinking about is cotton candy getting stuck in mummy wrappers. And I I don't like that. The gay dads approved of the. uh... Uh, they like the costumes. Costumes. You know, gay dads, they love mummies. <laughs> they love mummies. This is a well-established stereotype <laughs> of our gay dads. <laughs> Actually, if you could say maybe gay dads, they don't they don't like mummies. Oh, <laughs> You know what wow. I mean? A little spicy there. But they see this juggler, so then they start using their various cotton candy and popcorn implements, and they're just juggling a bunch, and the gay dads, Maybe a more well-known fact about gay dads is they also love juggling. And being firemen. One of sense. them is dressed as a fireman. Fireman, yes. Not, uh, <laughs> rare time I may be coming in for Jacob's to Jacob's rescue. They like for, they like dressing as, as firemen and Dalmatians, dogs, puppies. Uh, but the juggling gets broken up because Sobek and, finds the party. Yeah, and, and he steals the girl. After knocking over the chocolate fountain onto the Amy, dance. and then everybody's slipping around in the chocolate. It's fun. And Jacob's like, oh, sick. <laughs> Got to kill the pigs and angry birds. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, fun. yeah, Sobek rips off the amulet from Rose. And we she, know that she goes out of her conscious state. Because, you know, women and their jewelry. Oh, oh no, my, my necklace broke. Paralytic. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's established in the first movie that when Harold loses his amulet or it's taken off, of loses the power of he life. goes rigor mortis. So yeah. then they just cart off Rose. Yeah. And we get to the dramatic part of the movie where everybody hates everybody. She's sad. She's, Amy hates Amy's, her gay dad. <laughs> no, she hates herself because she ruined Leave her gay me alone, wedding. gay dad. <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert. She's crying. Everybody's outside. The dads are trying to talk to her. Like, it's fine, Amy. You know, she's like, I ruined your wedding. I lost your rings. And then this might be the first time they know that or hear that she lost the rings because then they just kind of react like, oh, no. <laughs> they like face palm. They're like, oh, what the hell? Yeah. So Amy goes off on the dads. Marshall goes off on Gilbert being like, you guys never listen to me. So Amy- I go off on Jacob and be like, watch the fucking movie. Stop playing Angry Birds. <laughs> but don't worry. This all gets wrapped up in about like two scenes where they all feel better about each other yeah and classic disney fashion dad's well, amy they have a talk so uh muffy or whatever her name is <laughs> leaves with harold i can't think of buzzy buzzy i'm like <laughs> i don't even know who you're referring to elder Gilbert. <laughs> elder. <laughs> so buzzy and and she her and harold leave and then they kind of talk and she's like we don't even know you felt this way marshall we had no idea oh yeah like you said they kind of just, and just to be fair, that. if I was in Marshall's shoes and I had to deal with 
content creator influencer Gilbert, I'd be like, fuck this guy. <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry for being a content creator. <laughs> uh, let's be friends. But I still got to make posts. And we did see a little bit with Gilbert that we seem to there's <laughs> hints at that maybe he's scared of Sobek. So yeah. maybe he's not gutsy Gilbert no, after he's all. Lo losing the guts, losing that moxie. So through logic and supreme reasoning, they put together that Sobek and Larry must have taken Rose to the museum's storage warehouse to yeah. make a big permanent tomb for them. Which I don't understand how that would work. We see it and it's like open. I don't know if they would have just sealed them in that box, I guess. I assume so. And don't worry about it. Yeah. They find them and Sobek's staff has an extra purpose that it's able to turn two giant mummies to life without a moon or anything. They're big. They're like professional wrestler big, like cartoonishly like bulky. Great Kali height, big show width. You guys understand this? <laughs> <laughs> like eight. I mean, feet honestly, tall. I think Big Show also is probably Great Kali height, roughly. But I mean, he's the Big Show. He, he it's, big, it's in his yeah, name. I think he was wrestling on Monday. I think he was. Uh, he was present. Present there. <laughs> he, he was, was on Wednesday, I believe. Okay. So Gilbert. As we just said, he's scared now. He is. He's terrified. scared long enough to then have a great moment where he becomes, he so overcomes his fear. This happens, or no. Yeah, this happens in the, in, the, in the first movie, right? He's like above everybody. No, what happens in the first movie is he drives the car, doesn't he? Or maybe I'm thinking back to the, the original, original movie. Like in the first one, he's like way above everybody and they're all looking up at him again. And that's what happens in this one. Oh yeah, he drops a big skull on them in the yeah. first movie. Yeah. And then this one, he's again above everybody. For some reason down. in this museum warehouse, they have a giant moon hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, George Millier is. That's, that's rude to <laughs> George Millier. Uh, so he drops this on the mummies. Oh, wow. He overcame his fear. It, it, and like, it's, it's weird how it falls. Like you were saying, like it looks like it should just, I don't know. Like, well, it like looks like he it, jumps. I know it, it is hollow. He doesn't just drop the moon. He jumps onto it, which causes it to crash to the ground. Like we see Gilbert like falling. I don't know, 15, 20 feet Free down. Falling. And he smashes into it and the ball cracks and it kills, doesn't kill the mummy. He's already dead. You don't see him again. No, that's they're, true. They're going to prison with Mr. Kuba. <laughs> I mean, do those mummies turn back after three days? They ain't get changed by the moon or a special amulet. Good point. Accurate. You know, you gotta follow your own rules under wraps. So then, so back, there's some bit where he's like, talking through Larry to Harold and Rose, yeah. blah, blah, blah. They use shields. I thought they were just going to use the mirrors they used from earlier in the movie. I did call that they were going to reflect his laser because we already felt like we were in a video game at other parts <laughs> in this movie. So I'm like, oh, you just got to reflect it back. Yeah, they just have three Roman shields. Yeah, of course. It's a storage place. So they got like Chinese stuff. They got Roman All stuff. The stuff. They reflect back his laser. Atlantis stuff. And the laser gives life to the mummies give, so it giving. must it must take it away even giving though life. he was brought back by moonlight true don't worry <laughs> there's gonna be a dance party soon <laughs> gay, dad. gay dad dance party so yeah they put Wedding. him to sleep they're driving back to the hotel and then marshall has some bit where he's like basically explaining in a way that i guess i hadn't thought about that the relationship between the mummies of being like, oh, Sobek was jealous of his best friend, maybe like oh, the girl, he liked, yeah. and it was mirroring their relationship. See, and I don't Amy, know Marshall if and Amy Gilbert. and Marshall were like, they weren't like a dating thing. They were just just friends that got close because of. You know what they say about guys? Paper. 
sometimes they're gay. <laughs> hey, there's there's two of them. <laughs> and they're dads. Uh, so they go to the wedding with the mummies. So yeah. I don't know. We don't know if it's ever explained to the dads like, hey, these are mummies like no. for real. But they're just like sitting in the there's, back. Well, and every, to be fair, everybody at this wedding is in costume because the gay dads love Halloween. And I, my notes here. The joke doesn't make sense anymore because I can't go, wait, they're gay. (laughs) (laughs) And husbands now pronounce you husbands. But this actually could be the first first gay kiss. First gay kiss. Uh, First gay wedding in a Disney Channel product. I can't think of another one, but I challenge you. To find one. The real, the gay dad (laughs) fandom. (laughs) Find a a different first. The pops. The pops. Gay pops. So then they have a dance party with the mummies, of course. They're breakdancing again, of course, naturally. And the song that they were doing DDR to seemed to have had the actor who plays Gilbert doing part of the song. Yes, he was singing. Uh, And then the movie ends with a credit song that is saying under wraps and stuff in it. Yes. But I don't think that was either of these songs. Uh, No. But then, uh uh-oh, it's like nine o'clock. We got to get the mummies back before midnight. Because it's Halloween. Buzzy's got to convince the security guard. I'm back again. It's me. You miss me. And he's just like, it's a living. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get another emotional goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, that I basically... They took a picture at the wedding together. True. And Marshall... during this goodbye, I'm like, I know what happens. I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Hot sauce. Yeah, whatever. They leave. Marshall leaves behind the picture they took at the wedding yeah. and the sarcophagus. I'm like, you just incriminated yourself in stealing mummies. Yeah. And bringing him to life. And then they like walk out and they're like, oh, shit. Can you believe these gate? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a CGI leaf, which we had already seen. Multiple. The CG Lucas's leaf. favorite transition. They'd already used it once. But that's literally the ending shot of the movie is no, the CG leaf. coming. No leaves screen. on the ground. A whole movie. So Buzzy's uh, license plate does scare say me. the end as it's oh, it, they it, drive away. It, it does say scare me, I think, in, in other th- times. Yeah, but now it says the end. Okay. The rear end. The rear end. Mm. I was thinking that too. I'm Jacob. Uh, Ooh, that was fun. two gay dads. I two mean, under wraps two. Under gay Under wraps two colon gay dads. Gay dads. <laughs> uh, it was fun. You know, I think this was a fun episode. It was fun. The movie, it was all right. Yeah. It better. It still doesn't justify its existence, but it kind of gets beyond being remake territory where, I don't know, it's just doing silly Halloween stuff. Yeah, I was say we, we both enjoyed the, the Halloween aesthetics. I, 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 that's, that's been kind of a, a staple of Disney Channel. They like their Halloween movies. They like their Christmas movies. And so do Not I. as much as their Halloween movies. No, that's fair. There's a whole series devoted to Halloween. Where's Christmas Town? Town? I mean, you already ripped off Halloween Town from Nightmare Before Christmas. True. Give me a Christmas Town series. No. In. In? I'm in. Like I'm oh, sold. Gotcha. Sold. I thought you Christmas Town in. Halloween Ooh. Town five. Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to think. I'm like, wait, th- no, yeah, Halloween Town five. Debbie would be Reynolds. The next one. She's dead. You can't make another one. Uh, Debbie Reynolds is a mummy. <laughs> They could probably do some AI stuff, bring her back, you know. Oh, I wouldn't put it past Disney at all. Uh, so, yeah, that was under wraps, too. It's fine. Gay dads. Two gay dads. Um, uh, we'd liked it. Never remember, because Sobek have... Could uh, the two gay dads. Yeah, okay, you know what? <laughs> I'm mad at myself. 
I, I was I was waiting for you to say that. I had to had to say. You know that. what? You got me. Yeah. Yeah. Could the two gay dads have stopped nine eleven? I think yeah. The, their wholesome romance would have even the warmed over the hearts of a the firemen. A fireman would have would have would have hosed them down. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> they warm over the hearts of the radical Islamic <laughs> fundamental terrorists. Oh. And they get off the plane and I guess hose them down. They hose them down. In a, a mutual, like, they both enjoy it, man. <laughs> I don't know. We're falling apart. Uh, this is a very short episode again. I'll just have a quick aside I had talked riff, about riff. that I was going to revisit. Don't look under the bed Ooh. around Halloween time. Yes. So I did do that. And Jacob was maybe a little right that... Maybe it doesn't hold up the best. Wait, we, we talked about Dutch Angles in one of our recent episodes. That movie almost never has a flat shot oh. ever. It's all Dutch Angles constantly. So would you say you didn't enjoy it at all? No. It just it's looked just, maybe a little bit cheaper? It's it's a Disney Channel original movie. I think yeah. I had put it kind of at like, this this movie is like a movie. So I mean, because you rewatched, are you gonna is it going to lose rank on your list? I don't know. That's tough. That's I sad. It did lose. I think I made it lose half a star. I think I took half a star away from it. But it's still within the canon of Disney Channel original movies. Considering what year it was made, the time. It's still like if I was a kid watching this, it probably would have fucked me up. There is still like plenty of actual just jump scares in the movie. Yeah, There's some creepy stuff. There's some goofy stuff. I did actually understand why she kisses uh, Larry, Larry Houdini. The girl. Uh, well, it's a girl. Well, <laughs> this isn't the other, as you would say, Boogie Passon. Boogie Passon. So Larry was her brother's uh, imaginary friend. So she he kisses her because he needs her to grow up so that she can no longer see imaginary people anymore. And she can let them go because they have to go deal with a boogie person. And she grows up by kissing him? I, that was my interpretation oh. of it. Because it's uh, the whole movie's coming of age. It's the idea to rehash it of like, she had to grow up too quickly because, or she felt she needed to grow up because of Darwin. Her brother had yes. leukemia. Oh, and then yeah, that's, that's also right. why she was telling Darwin, don't believe in imaginary friends. And that's why his imaginary friend, Larry, yeah. is going really in deep on not under wraps too here. <laughs> that's uh, so that's why they work together. And then her imaginary friend turned into the boogeyman because okay. she completely forgot about them. So my interpretation of like she's like no i'm all in i want to have imaginary friends forever and larry's like no you got to grow up and how do you do that they kiss yes. and she becomes wow Woke. an adult woman wow an awakening yeah so there's levels and layers that it's very you know cheesy and goofy and, and larry's uh yeah. levels and larry's definitely but it's just like there's aspects like under wraps too yeah there's there's no like depth to it well, there's like the a whole, whole mythology whole... and don't look under the bed and it has like you know coming of age parallels and stuff like that i was, I was maybe like the friends story. don't let something get in the way of your friends or something i don't know i don't know all i seem to remember about this movie is two gay dads so two gay dads. maybe that speaks more about me Ooh. than under wraps too but i'm in i don't think there's anything wrong with it <laughs> uh, moving on flawless so if you want to write in about how you feel about this movie, if you've even seen it, you probably have. Have you ever heard of it? You can write us at two gay dads at Oof. Gmail. <laughs> that that probably does actually exist. No, a whole new pod at gmail.com. As well as if you've over the course of listening to this show, 
You've revisited any decoms. Yeah. Have you reassessed we, we ones that you felt, or are you like Jacob, so, uh, where nostalgia overshines everything? Or are you kind of like, why did you like this one so much? You guys be tripping, and you won't know what you might be right. Don't Except be with that movie, that made me think. I'm like, oh, maybe do I need to watch Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff? And would that go to my number one? Maybe or is Can of Worms? Should I put Can of Worms at number one? Because uh, I've rewatched that one. I mean, that one has some of the same stuff as Don't Look Out of the Bed. I mean, they're all they're all decoms. late '90s, early 2000s made-for-TV kids movies. So you know. They're not under wraps, too. This ain't your daddy's decom. Your two gay daddy's decom. All right. I think uh, we've definitely run that joke into the ground at this point. I'll allow it. Which is rare for us. We don't really have jokes. No. (laughs) Running bits. Is this a new bit? We can't have it. I I haven't done the Papa thing in like a couple of years, but we got our Papas back. You've definitely snuck some Papas in. We got our Papas back. All of your bits I hate. Wow. <laughs> That's why I said the rear end this time. Because I hate it. Or secretly love it. No, I don't. I don't secretly love anything about you. Uh, Let me go in about Jacob Telegon right no. now. No, we'll do that off the air. That's on the ride home. Oh, my God. I save it till when I'm driving Jacob home. Because I don't want it to taint <laughs> anything in the episode. But then afterwards, I'm just like, motherfucking goddamn <laughs> son of a bitch. What's our time? What are we looking at for this uh, the pod? Trying mm, to make it to an hour? Currently, it's at 47 minutes. Yikes. And it'll probably be That's even tough. less by the, you know, because I edit stuff out. We're just or, cruising or along not. through these. We're just cruising along through them. There's a shorter movie, too. No, a whole new pop this week. No. Uh, so find us at Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, not Stitcher, uh, Spotify. Like us on X. YouTube. Rate. Nope. Like, like, comment, and subscribe. Like, How can I not get that right? Changed. Everything's changed. Everything's changed. On YouTube and, yes, Twitter. Maybe called X. I don't like that, though. You can find us at AWN Pod, run by our friend Dustin. Congratulations. Which I, I guess we don't really have a good way to do this of, like, asking Dustin's permission. or, But Dustin yeah. is going to have a baby boy. A baby boy. I mean, Dustin it's, it's is not a gay dad. He's not a gay dad. <laughs> Uh, so he was trying to concoct something where he maybe would announce it on the show, which would have been yes. very. That would have maybe caught you off guard. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I might be caught in like true friend test mode where oh, I'd have yeah. to be like, oh, 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 oh. Uh, so this is a new Mountain Dew flavor. <laughs> uh, but of oh. course, congratulations yeah. to him. Out. Uh, that means he'll never be on the podcast again. That's what happened with Sam, right? It was because he had a child and yeah. not Pat, Johnny Capahala back on board <laughs> happened. Uh, but yes, congratulations to Dustin Daddy and his Dunstan. wife, Wendy. <laughs> Wendy. Well, I was trying to be a cover that I wasn't using her real name. Uh, but Dustin, it's it, fine. It's Jacob. I blew it. Jacob did it. He's, he loves doxing people <laughs> on this show. <laughs> Let me just tell you where Lucas Melby lives. There is some episode that I can't remember how much I left in, but Jacob just instead of you know people coming up with a fake address of being like one two three fake street or whatever, he almost just said my actual home address. So you know that makes me feel good about like Jacob. You know, oh, what does he give out a fake phone number? Oh, it's just Lucas's phone number. 
All right. Uh, yeah, I think that's yeah. that's plugged everything for us. I don't know if there's any fun pop flavors on the horizon. Coke seems to release a random one every month or two, so it's I'll keep my eyes peeled for that. Inevitable. And I want to maybe throw out having somebody else keeping their eyes peeled that we did have a bit of a jump scare at the end of the last episode where I found out that there was going to be one more decom released this year. Yes. But now after this episode, we're only looking at three more regularly scheduled whole new pod episodes about Disney Channel original wow. movies. So you know what that means. Zendaya, oh. hit us up. <laughs> I, I know a there's some weird stuff episodes. with like the actor's strike where you're not supposed to like promote anything. We you don't need to time. talk about any no. of we we can just we can just talk about uh two gay dads ah! <laughs> gay dance They want me to drink another whiskey, dude. Don't move. Oh, that's a weird Stay impulse. Ahead. That is a weird impulse, man. Billy starts acting very strange and has this sudden impulse to drink more whiskey. Hey, out of all the times that we've been ghost hunting and stuff, I have never had an impulse. I want to drink that right now. I want another shot of this whiskey right now. But then you're gonna be drunk. It's the weirdest thing, well, like I wanna do it. Can I just do it? Well, you might get drunk. No, they're telling me we should do it. Billy. Cheers. That would be your third shot. You've never done this before on a lockdown. That's three? That's three shots of whiskey you just did, bro. It feels good. 